solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with this Friday installment, this Good Friday installment of Locked On Texans, the daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along my partner in crime. John, some sports guy, Hickman, ready to get out of the week. You know what I mean? Long week for me, guys. Uh, but welcome to the Locked On Texans podcast. Cody, have you looked at, you probably haven't, but, you know, just to kind of kick off the show, have you looked at King Kong versus Godzilla? Of course not. I do plan on watching that because I love both of those monsters, and I I just don't know when. Whenever the Texans stop doing foolish stuff and whenever the Rockets decides to start winning games and my jobs become a little bit easier, then I could say I could watch that. I still haven't seen Coming to America 2 yet. Oh, wow. Well, hopefully some uh some good out of the houston sports we got u of h man and you covered the cougars uh university of houston versus baylor on saturday that's going to be big for the state of texas and i really hope it propels u of h into the big 12 i think the big 12 and u of h should be pairing they should have did it a couple of years ago when the conversation first came up and i think uh with their basketball program and they will start receiving more and more recruits. They already have, um, you know, the Tom Herman leaving U of H kind of left them a little bit shaken a little bit. Uh, but I think in the future, we will see U of H in the Big 12. But for the Houston Texans today, we're going to discuss uh, Nick Asario, who was um, speaking with Albert Breer of SportsIllustrated.com about the possibility one day maybe Houston moving on from Deshaun Watson. Also, Terrell Adams, did Houston make a mistake with not bringing him back? And lastly, to end the show off with just a quick update with the Deshaun Watson situation uh, over the past couple of days. Texans linebacker, or should I now say ex-Texan linebacker, Tyrell Adams will not be rejoining the team in 2021. He was an unrestricted free agent this offseason, and he decided to move on with the Buffalo Bills on a one-year contract. To be honest with you guys, I am a little bit disappointed. However, I am not surprised that Tyrell Adams will not be with the Texans moving forward. First and foremost, you got to take a look at the number of linebackers that Nick Osirio did bring into this organization. And even then, I kind of understand it. With Lovey Smith being on this coaching staff now as his defensive coordinator, we are all getting a sense that that Tampa 2 defense will be the Texans' primary defensive scheme in 2021. And we all know how important the linebacker core will be for the Houston Texans moving forward with hopes of improving his defense. Not saying that Terrell Adams would have been a flaw in the Tampa 2 defense, but I just believe it was one of those opportunities where Adams looked at the Texans' situation looked at the plethora of linebackers that Nick Osirio brought in and said to himself, if I would like to have more playing time, I cannot continue my career here in Houston and decided to move on to New York. 
As you guys know, I had an opportunity to talk to Tyrell Adams a couple weeks ago here on this show, and we talked about a lot of things from him going undrafted in 2015 to the success that he found in the NFL this past offseason. And I do want to mention that Adams was by far one of the brightest spots for the Houston Texans in 2021. It's just a little bit unfortunate that he was playing on one of the, if not the worst defensive team in franchise history and by far one of the worst defensive teams in league history. And I'm pretty sure Adams might be just a little bit disappointed knowing that he will no longer have an opportunity to play alongside Zach Cunningham. He said during this past season, he learned a lot from Cunningham. And he said one of the, one of the things that he learned and experienced playing alongside Cunningham that he wants to incorporate in his game is his speed. He said Cunningham plays with a lot of speed when he's out there on the field, and that's something that he wants to incorporate into his game. So once again, shout out to Tyrell Adams. Love his story. If you guys have not had the opportunity to do so, please check out my one-on-one interview that I did with Adams a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, the influx of linebackers that Serio and the new coaching staff and Scouting department brought in in Houston, I, I, I thought it was a little bit too much. You know, you got Kamu Grugier-Hill, um, Christian Kirksey. I feel like some of those guys, you could have gotten what they're going to give you out of Terrell Adams. With that being said, I mean, current general managers never really stick around with the guys that were brought in by the previous gen- uh, general manager and, and, and head coach. And Houston has new guys at both positions. So it's it's not uncommon to see players like a Terrell Adams not be brought back from, from their team. But I think with what he showed you last season, listen, when he stepped into that starting role full-time, I have all confidence and no problem saying that he was Houston's best linebacker with all things considered. Um, and I look at Houston reconstructing Zach Cunningham's deal because they want to, of course, get under the cap for this year and create more space just in case if they need to, you know, make more moves. But as I mentioned, you could have brought back Tyrell Adams, but it does depend on the fit that Adams, your defensive side of the ball coach, Lovey Smith and the linebacker coach feels about him and what they believe he can or cannot do for this offense, I mean, for this defense moving forward. But I liked him. You know, I've been on record by saying multiple times that I want him to return back. And I feel like his upside is bigger than the players that they brought in. Cody, how much was his deal worth in Buffalo? They, haven't, Buffalo? they, they haven't announced it yet. Okay. I haven't been announced. So we don't know the final numbers on that. But if it comes out that a one-year deal that was perfectly – manageable for Houston and they could have got that re-signed and taken care of, then I will be kind of discouraged because, you know, as I said before, what is Adams going to be able to give you? What what are the new linebackers going to be able to give you that Adams would have not would not have been able to give you? So that's my question, but it's not like we were missing out on a, a star player. I, I still think that Adams is a good player in the NFL. So I'm not too hung up about it, but he should have still been in Houston for uh, for the for the future. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You have the NBA, college basketball, and hockey. 
and the MLB is finally back as well. BetOnline covers award TV shows and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head to the website or use mobile device today to sign up and receive your free 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, make sure you subscribe to get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm not sure if it's due to the recent uh, legal issues Deshaun Watson is going through, which we'll kind of give you guys an update on that before we get out of here today. Or if Houston just has a change of heart. I think everybody is, you know, everybody deserves a change of heart. But Nick Casario stands on whether or not Deshaun Watson will be here for the future has kind of changed. Uh, he was speaking with Albert Breer of SportsIllustrated.com. And when discussing whether or not they will move on from Deshaun Watson, Nick Casario said, I think we'll take it one day at a time. He continued with, and everything is pretty fluid here, and we'll just adjust as we go. That's completely different from what we heard with the absolutely not stance Casario and the organization had previously taken throughout this offseason once he arrived here in Houston. Um, And as we mentioned earlier in the week, that before the news of the massage therapist came out and the, you know, the legal woes of Watson, you know, Houston was rumored and and a source close to the situation let us know that they were looking to move on from Deshaun Watson. And I don't know if they were looking to beat Watson's troubles before it came out publicly so they can get a haul back or if they were just in in, in in a situation where, you know what, it's better to move on now prepare ourselves for this great draft than to hold and end up like the Rockets. And I, and I think it's a great scenario. They held out the Rockets. They held out and didn't get much back. And then what they got back, they ended up flipping it for Kelly Olenek. So, but after speaking with Sports Illustrated and after looking at the Deshaun Watson situation, the number is now up to 22, I believe. Um, Nick Asirio says, we'll take it one day at a time. Is there a real thought that they're going to move on from Houston. I think that if Deshaun Watson's name is cleared, teams still want him. They're going to want him. We talked about this not too long ago. Philly and Broncos are definitely involved and interested. But it does seem like the front office, the coaching staff, everybody involved in this situation uh, seems to understand a couple of things. If you don't want to be here, let's not keep you. That's number one. Right. We still have players who want to play in the NFL and they're going to need roster spots. But number two, overall, right, if if you're not going to be here, if you don't want to be here, then I'm not going to waste my breath and I'm going to see what I can get back for you. Wish that would have happened before the legal woes, but here we are, you know, the second day of April it does seem like they're understanding the situation a lot more and understanding that we need to move on. So this will linger around the team because this can be a team killer. Well, to me, John and listeners, 
I'm under the assumption that Nick Casario has gone from a person who was once playing chess to a person who is now playing poker. Prior to everything that has came out about Deshaun Watson now, I do believe that the Texans already had in their mind that they was going to have to move on from Deshaun Watson. And, you know, we started hearing stories about how they wasn't picking up the phone. They was going out in public saying, you know, how he's our quarterback and we're not going to trade him. Then uh, literally a week before everything turned for Deshaun Watson, there was the david cully media circus that was going around he was on a podcast saying that um deshaun watson is the quarterback as of now then 24 hours later he's telling us that deshaun watson is the texans quarterback and then he's looking nervous at the same time prior to the legal situation that's going on now i think casario was trying to use deshaun watson as as making teams to bet against one another because at the time nearly everybody in the league not named the kansas city chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers more than likely was trying to call to see if they are able to make something happen for Deshaun Watson and I want to throw the Baltimore Ravens in there as well however now given the how serious everything has become as you say the count is now up to 21-22 even if Deshaun Watson name is cleared it's not going to be clear by the NFL because it doesn't matter if he's in Houston or not. He's not going to be playing football this season because he's going to be suspended by the league. And like I say here on Locked On Texans, nearly every single day when we talk about Deshaun Watson's trade situation now, I'm not too sure you're going to have a team that's still going to give up a haul when they know everything that's going on with this man right now. And we could just go down the list right now. You take a look at Miami. I spoke to a source who told me the Dolphins are committed to Tua at least for the 2021 season. You take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles. They look committed to Jalen Hurst. And if they are not committed to Jalen Hurst, they're going to bring in a quarterback where Hurst will have at least the upper hand to compete to become the Eagles starting quarterback. And then you take a look at the San Francisco 49ers. A lot of people, including myself, really thought that San Francisco was another great destination for Deshaun. However, they no longer have the draft capital to trade for Deshaun right now. And then you take a look at the remaining two teams, the Broncos and the Panthers. Those teams, I'm not under the assumption that they have what it takes in order to get Nick Casario's attention to trade for Deshaun. It might be in the Texans' best interest, and I do believe this this is what might happen. It's just to keep him on your roster for a whole nother year after, and hopefully he clears his name and everybody finds out that he's innocent and whatnot, then maybe his trade value would go back up to how high it was prior to all of this starting. But to me, John, I just think Nick Casario, he was playing hardball. Now he's saying, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit easier to work with because not only do we have a quarterback who don't want to be under center for us no longer, he now has legal issues that can possibly look bad for our organization. I just hope Houston puts themselves in a situation to where they are uh, putting themselves on top. It's too late for that. And I know, but it's never too late to be, to, to, it's never too late to never be too late, if that makes sense. Like, you can always get started. Um, you, can, you can always you can always redo some of the bad things that has happened before you. And Nick Serio has already done that with reconstructing deals, uh, 
moving on from players. So I get it. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, but I am interested to see uh, how this is all going to play out. We have been telling you about Bill Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while. Bill Bar, of course, as you know, is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now, it's Bill Bar Madness. We have college basketball March Madness. We also have Bill Bar March Madness. Today's matchup. Coconut brownie chunk versus cookie dough chunk. And uh, I'm rolling with cookie dough chunk on this one. I just despise all things coconut. Really surprised coconut brownie made it this far, to be quite honest with you. But go to buildbar.com or to at build underscore bar on Twitter to vote. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at billboard.com and check back to see who's won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar on the market. The NFL draft is weeks away. It's time to start following our locked on NFL draft duo. The draft dudes podcast watches every prospect. So you don't have to. And the locked on NFL draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow the locked on NFL draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, issued a press release with what he says are 18 massage therapists who support Deshaun Watson. Kind of odd. It's like he it's like he's playing a game of poker and he said, I see your 10 and I raise your 10. I don't know. But he is bringing 18 massage therapists who all support Deshaun Watson. Um, now, as we know, Deshaun Watson has been deleting IG messages uh, that can help with the case. Tony Busby has not submitted anything to the HPD. HPD does have a legal right to start their own uh, investigation, which they are doing along with the NFL. So there's a lot of twists and turns to this Deshaun Watson situation right now in Rusty Harden mentioned that his parade of anonymous allegations could not survive the rigorous inquiry of trained investigators. So now, after the pressure for the last two weeks, after the pressure being put on Watson and his camp, Rusty Harding, who's bringing 18 massage therapists, is now looking to put the pressure on Tony Busby moving forward. Um, and that's where we are right now. You know, 18 women who are saying Deshaun has been nothing but good for us. And then there's 22 women saying that, on the contrary, he has a problem. And then there's Mary from the Sports Illustrated article who isn't seeking any money. She isn't rocking with Tony Busby because she didn't like how she was approached. But she's also saying that, hey, no, this is actually going on. Uh, a wild story in the sports world of wild stories every month. But with that being said, that concludes another installment of Locked On Texans, the daily podcast covering the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y. D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. I'm John some Sports Guy Hickman. It's Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook as well. Uh, until next week, 
You guys be safe. Enjoy your week. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.